Welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast where you will find insight analysis and the story behind the numbers. Hello and welcome to Business Lines State of the Economy podcast series. This is the fifth of the podcasts focusing exclusively on the equity markets and this series is coming to you regularly every month. Bringing insights from market experts is your host Parvata Vardhani. I am the editor of BL Portfolio, Business Line's Sunday feature on investments and personal finance. The expert speaker for this month is Mr. Sumit Jain, Deputy Chief Investment Officer, ASK Investment Managers. Mr. Sumit Jain has over 16 years of experience in Indian equity markets and he currently manages the India Entrepreneur Portfolio at ASK with a total assets of over 2.5 billion dollars. He has also been instrumental in building the proprietary valuation model at ASK. Sumit has previously worked with ICICI Prudential Life Insurance and First Global Securities. Hello Mr. Jain, welcome to the podcast on markets. Yeah, hi Vardini, thank you for having me here. It's great to have you sir. We are at the end of 2023 and uh, uh, the outlook uh, for 2024 is all over the papers, all over our uh, news websites uh, and all that. So it's a very good time to uh, have you on the podcast on markets, I guess. Thank you, Vardini. One thing when I was uh, uh, going through your profile, uh, one thing that interested me a lot and this is also a good time to talk about it was that you you were instrumental in building the proprietary uh, valuation model at uh, ASK Investment Managers. So uh, now, uh, uh, how does your model work? Sir? And more importantly, what is it indicating for India currently? How are we valued right now? So, Martin, you see, we, we are actually investors who typically would invest um, into businesses from a very bottom-up uh, thought process. Mm. Um, our business models or our valuation models are company-specific and not necessarily related to uh, India Incorporate. Mm. And the way we look at uh, any business is, or any value is, dividing total business value into two. One is value of the business as it is, and value of growth. Value of business is nothing but if the business is able to maintain current cash flows, what would be uh, its uh, value? And value of growth is um, uh, the incremental growth uh, adjusted for the cash that would be required to get that growth uh, mm-hmm. is nothing but value of growth. And total value is summation of the two. Okay. What this allows us is to really know what is market pricing in. We can calculate what is the implied growth. At what rate should this business grow to justify the current market price? Mm-hmm. Similarly, we can also calculate if this business were to grow at the rate at which uh, we think that this business will grow at. What is our implied return expectation from this business? Mm. So at the current point in time, when markets um, uh, are not necessarily cheap, obviously you tend to find businesses uh, wherein implied returns are relatively lower as compared to what you would like to see. Having said that, given the kind of growth that we envisage in the country, we can find still enough businesses where implied return would still be pretty decent over a long period of time. Okay, okay. So essentially what you're saying is we, although the markets have run up since earnings have grown pretty decently, uh, the the market is not overheated. That's what you're indicating. That is right. We believe markets are a function of longevity of growth. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, if we continue to see decent earnings delivery by India Incorporate, mm-hmm. 
uh, we should be relatively decent from earnings compounding perspective and thereby value creation as well. Okay, okay. I did have that uh, question, sir, since you spoke of earnings uh, delivery going forward. So what are your actual earnings uh, estimates for the Nifty for FY24 and FY25? See, um, FY24 is going to be pretty decent year from earnings growth perspective. Mm. Uh, we may possibly see a low 20s uh, kind of earnings growth at Nifty level. Mm. And thereafter, over a long period of time, we believe anywhere between 12 to 15% is the kind of earnings growth that uh, uh, Nifty can deliver at okay. the current point in time. Okay. So that is beyond FY24. That's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Okay. And what do you see as, you know, key uh, headwinds and tailwinds to this growth for FY24 as well as, you know, one or two, two years after that? See, when, when we look at Nifty in specific, Mm. Uh, or for that matter, let's say uh, even India Incorporate. Mm. There are some areas where there are some challenges uh, uh, prevalent at the current point in time. Mm. For example, global growth is enemy. Right? So businesses which are globally linked mm. uh, are facing some bit of challenges. Mm. Similarly, rural economy at the current point in time uh, may not be in best of shapes. Mm. And consequently, those businesses which are related to rural side of the market are facing uh, growth challenges. Having said that, um, we believe uh, we are in a very, very sweet spot at the current point in time, mm -hmm. where uh, at the current juncture, we believe there is policy stability. Uh, similarly, investment cycle in the country is reviving too. And it's only a matter of time that we will start to see bounce back in rural part of the country as well. So if you see, uh, you did say that, you know, you're expecting a bounce back in rural. So maybe a little bit of the volume growth uh, would come from there. But if you see the last two quarters, the revenue growth has been completely flat. I'm not talking of Nifty. I'm talking of generally India Inc. or even the Nifty 500 or whatever. So while lower costs have helped uh, profits grow in healthy double digits. Now, uh, in the coming year, so, you know, can you more granularly uh, indicate how do you see the demand uh, scenario panning out, sir? So, see, uh, the slowdown in revenue growth has also been function of um, fall in commodity prices that we saw. Mm. So, that has been one reason and obviously a slowdown on the rural economy side. Mm. After a point in time, uh, we'll start to see those lower commodity prices in the base. And rural also starting to bounce back. Mm. So next year, we believe revenue growth will be at least similar to profit. Okay. By next year, you mean FY25? Yes, FY25. Okay. Okay. You're saying that revenue growth will be similar to profit growth. That's what your expectation is. That is right. Okay, sir. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, so 2024, since, you know, we are at the end of the year, this question is important for uh, all uh, investors. So suddenly uh, we saw that post the recent uh, Fed meet and the Fed commentary, equities uh, in India especially uh, have got a new lease of life. So post the recent uh, Fed commentary and the recent numbers uh, from the US and uh, from India. So how does your 2024 outlook for Indian equities look like actually? See, um, while sitting here in India, we may believe that post-recent Fed commentary, India has done well. Mm. Many parts of the world actually has done well um, with respect to equity markets. Mm. Having said that, uh, I believe India is a market where um, uh, the setup is pretty strong. Uh, structural tailwinds are pretty solid. Mm. 
Um, and we are at a point where earnings growth is also kind of turning out to be uh, at a level where we would think it is more appropriate. Mm. Uh, margins have recovered. Mm. We have policy stability. Mm. Rural side of the economy also should start to improve. Mm. So while from market perspective, we may see markets reacting from one goalpost to another. Mm. Um, I would believe Fed commentary doesn't change too much uh, in terms of um, um, how India should deliver over a long period of time. Mm. We will continue to see such uh, events uh, playing out, but um, uh, pretty confident that longer term India should do really well. Okay, okay. So we were recently uh, talking of decadal low holdings uh, by FPIs in Indian equities, but you know suddenly that seems to have changed. I think we've got uh, flows matching that of 2020 um, as of uh, say the latest numbers if you see. So now how do you expect this uh, FPI and DII uh, and also the DII flows to pan out in 2024? Do you expect uh, you know this uh, thing uh, situation to continue, especially because attractiveness of Indian equities has also increased? So let's divide this between um, offshore investments and domestic investments. Mm. Um, on the offshore side, um, I still see a lot of pockets mm. where uh, they are not fully invested into Indian markets. They are still okay. underweight as compared to what they should be. Okay. Uh, so over period, as India continues to be significantly larger as a percentage of world GDP, mm. today we are fifth largest, and over over few years, uh, over next four years or we should be third largest. Mm. The relevance of India will keep getting higher, and consequently, um, FII flows into the country also should get better. Mm. Okay. Um, on the domestic um, in, uh, investor side, I would believe. Overall allocation to equities as a percentage of total financial savings mm. is still not a very large percentage. Mm. Can this percentage keep getting better as India gets into a um, very strong cycle? We should see that. Um, but having said that, is it going to be without uh, volatility? Not really so. Mm. Um, as, because these flows keep reacting to market in the short period of time. But if one were to think about uh, investments or flows from a three to four year perspective, uh, pretty confident that um, we should continue to get domestic and international flows. Okay, okay. And, uh, you know, so 2024 is also an election year. Uh, you do run the India Entrepreneur uh, Portfolio at uh, ASK and uh, you do have other uh, portfolios as well uh, in your organization. So how are you positioning your equity portfolios in the various strategies uh, in view of the elections? Our thought process of investments um, don't change with um, these events. Mm. Um, the whole idea is very simple. Buy into businesses where opportunity is secular. Mm. Buy into businesses where the, the business characteristic is very solid. Mm. Return on capital employed is very high. And management have track record or management have capability to navigate the external vagaries pretty strongly. Mm. And have ability to increase market share across varied business environments. Mm. So what this does is, it, this does away or rather this does away with what is happening in the external environment from a single event perspective. Mm. So we don't want to take a single event risk into our portfolios and which is why we kind of build portfolios which are really, really longer term. Okay. So uh, at the current point in time, uh, we have solid um, 
we have businesses where earnings growth is very solid and return on capital employed is also very high, significantly superior to what it is for markets as a whole. Okay. And in general, we have tended to avoid businesses where government intervention are relatively high. Mm. So these are really bottom-up ideation where strength of the business comes from within rather than external environment really providing this. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And you, you're saying you adopt a buy and hold kind of a strategy? So, see, every business has a certain merit. Mm. Till the time we believe that uh, we'll kind of continue to compound our money from that business, we tend to hold on to those things. Given the fact that we look for secular opportunities, typically our horizon is, is generally longer term as compared to necessarily uh, short term. Okay, okay, okay. So in terms of uh, sectors, so uh, when we all do an analysis, we do see that uh, uh, reality, capital goods, PSUs, autos, all these uh, stocks in all these sectors have been uh, top performing uh, uh, sectors of this year. So... Uh, do you expect, see, valuation, there are pockets where valuations have expanded and there are companies where also earnings have caught up and valuations look reasonable in these sectors. So uh, how do you expect the uh, performance of these sectors to uh, uh, be in 2024? Are you betting on these sectors continuing or do you see new sectors taking over? So what we believe is, um, see, this many of these would encompass um, into either manufacturing or consumer or uh, finance areas. Mm. Um, we really believe India's manufacturing is coming to a point where we can actually get into some sort of virtuous cycle. Mm. Manufact building manufacturing ecosystem takes a lot of time and we are on that journey already. Mm. So, so many of the capital goods businesses, um, many of the consumable businesses, many of the logistic, which is part of... Um, uh, or which actually benefits when uh, manufacturing does well. Mm -hmm. Similarly, manufacturing in India, for India and for the world. So this is one area where we believe um, um, there lies an opportunity. While we may talk about capital goods, PSUs, reality, autos, uh, many would get encompassed uh, there. Mm -hmm. Similarly, uh, the entire um, premium consumption or finance, these are areas where we believe should continue to perform. So overall, we believe domestic part of the world or domestic part, domestic economy should do much better than uh, what it is for those businesses which are globally linked. Mm. So we call these opportunity as domestic resurgence. Okay. So uh, your, sec your sectoral bets for 2024 would be on the larger manufacturing uh, as a sector rather than, you know, the more narrower uh, segments. That's what you're indicating. That is right. Okay, okay. So, uh, you know, since you said you are avoiding uh, sectors with global uh, linkages, so, uh, you know, IT has recently got a new lease of life uh, after the Fed commentary, although you kind of indicated that you wouldn't, uh, you know, go by the Fed commentary uh, for an outlook on Indian markets. So now uh, the world is uh, still divided on whether the US uh, will see a recession or not. So which side uh, are you on, sir? So, see... U.S. economy actually has surprised pretty positively. Mm. Uh, when we started this year, uh, the general view was U.S. economy will get into recession probably in quarter three or quarter four of this calendar year. Mm. But performance has been pretty astounding, I must say. Mm. And most part of the U.S. economy actually has done well. Mm. Whether it is uh, the consumption side or whether it is investment activity or even government defense expenditure. 
uh, that has propelled um, uh, the kind of growth uh, that we've seen. Mm. We really believe uh, probably hard landing may not be the case. If at all, it is going to be either um, a low growth or soft landing, something like that it may play out in, in the US economy. Mm -hmm. So you're saying more likely that there won't be a recession? Uh, very difficult to say, but so far, um, numbers don't um, uh, show that. Okay, okay, sir. And then India has had a tailwind from China uh, being uh, slow. So how do you see the China situation uh, right now? And what is the good and bad for India Inc. as well as India India equities uh, uh, from a slow China? Um, see, we believe Chinese economy has deep-rooted problems. Hmm. Um, leverage also seems to be relatively higher. Uh, that effectively would mean that um, we may see some amount of dumping of, uh, I mean, dumping may not be right word, but uh, some amount of excess supplies from China to the world. Mm. Uh, and a slow China also has implication on global growth. Mm. So, so to that extent, we may see growth rates for world actually getting impacted a bit. Okay. Uh, this also means that... Um, Many of the commodities uh, may remain low in terms of um, uh, prices. And to that extent, inflation may not be a very large worry mm -hmm. unless uh, uh, services inflation uh, starts to play a spoiled sport. Mm -hmm. And also at the same time, um, India may be beneficiary of uh, FII flows as well mm -hmm. uh, over, over a long period of time if China continues to uh, remain the way it is. We've mm -hmm. already seen how a share of China in MSCI emerging market actually has come down pretty meaningful. Hmm. So, so there are both positives and negatives, but net net, um, uh, the way uh, this China slowdown has played out at the current point in time, hmm. I would say there are more positives than negatives. Um, for uh, India. For okay. India. okay. So, sir, the whole takeaway from this uh, conversation, I understand is that India is in a very uh, strong position uh, globally uh, as we enter into 2024 and uh, you know, our domestic uh, resilience will stand us in uh, good stead. Correct. Okay. That is right. Okay, sir. So thanks a lot uh, for this uh, conversation. I'm sure the uh, listeners uh, will uh, definitely get a lot of value addition uh, from uh, your views. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks a lot.